The Thrive Podcast. Led by faith to elevate His name, encourage the body of Christ, enrich our families, and serve our brothers and sisters through hard work and with integrity, bringing glory to God. This is how we thrive. And now, your host, Casey Mallorca. And welcome back to the Thrive Podcast. Today, we got a great show for you. Pastor Amber Webster from Faith and Victory Church, children's ministry leader. This is great. I am so happy that she wanted to come sit down and talk about the children's ministry at our church. She has done some wonderful things just following God. It's hard to describe the difference, but I mean, and and not knocking anybody else's program, but I mean, it's just, we have such a great program. It's hard not to boast about it. It feels like, you know, we're just, because really we're boasting about God. You know, she has followed God. She has done what he has asked. It is turned into something really special, somewhere that the kids really want to be, somewhere that the parents are happy their kids are going and learning more about the Bible and Jesus. Pastor Amber has been a friend of ours for a long time. You know, we started going to the church uh, right after she started going there. So we've kind of been through Faith and Victory as long as they have. It's so much fun to to see where she's at now and really to see where we're all at, how much we've all grown. And that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about. You know, as a Christian, we need to always be growing and it doesn't necessarily always need to be the same place. You know, sometimes we're struggling with something. You can grow in that and you can grow out of that. You know, if, if you need to grow out of something or if you need to grow into something, you can do that. But really, in all aspects of our life, we're never going to be perfect. We know that. That's why we need Jesus, right? So if you can identify that, the idea of the whole Christian journey is to always, always be working on being more Christ-like. We will never obtain it, so don't even try. But you need to ask yourself in, in the mirror every morning, am I doing better? Am I getting better at this? Have I learned something? And that's what we're talking about. And you're taking, you're taking a step just by listening to our show, and we really appreciate that. And we're very happy that we can help in any way we can. But it just is a matter of read your Bible. You know, you can listen to my show, all of them. You know, all 25 episodes, you can listen to all of them. I am not going to get you closer to God. You can listen to some of the best preaching on our website. That is not going to get you closer to God. The Word of God is the only thing that will get you closer to God. Start reading it. Start listening for Him. That is what's going to get you to really succeed in anything that you're looking to succeed at life. If you're looking to make things better, your marriage, your job, your kids, seek him first. Seek God, and that will take care of everything else. And that is really what this interview is about, was Pastor Amber listening to God, following her calling. And I'm not going to ruin it. I'm going to stop right there because, you know, we had a, a great conversation about the whole thing. But I just want you to think about that. Go ahead and think about the things in your life. Have you given them to God what you need to give to him? Are you listening to him and following him in the places he wants you to go? All right, well, sit tight. Hopefully you enjoy this wonderful interview.
Welcome to the Thrive Podcast. Today in the studio, we have Pastor Amber Webster. Hello. How's it going? Uh, it's good. How are you? I'm doing good. Awesome. So a little nervous, I can tell. Super nervous. You should have nothing to be nervous know, about. Everybody has survived so far. It's an honor to be here, Casey, well, actually. You. So I'm excited and I am nervous. Well, I'll go easy. It's no problem. We don't have any of those <laughs> questions. I don't have that one. I can't remember what show it was, but I don't have that one question where I make you cry. You know, it's like... Oh, That's not hard to do, though. Diane you know that, Sawyer, right? <laughs> or whatever her name is. Yeah, it's like her, her whole purpose is to try to make, <laughs> make you cry. Make somebody cry. No, nah, that's not going to happen. Okay. Yeah, you, might, you might cry, but it won't be my fault. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> well, today we're going to talk a little bit about the children's ministry and being the pastor at Faith and Victory Church, you have, uh, you have grown the children's ministry considerably. And what I think everybody would want to know, let's just start right out the gate with the big question. How in the world did Amber Webster become a pastor? <laughs> That's a good question. Because I ask that question to myself sometimes, to be honest with you. Um, I'm going to tell a story about, and this is one I don't like to be honest about because it's embarrassing. Um, I got started in the church because I was with the PTA and I didn't have a job and Pastor Matt wanted to help me. And so he brought me on as I was the first paid staff member and he brought me on as the um, what does Pastor Aubrey do? She does all the administration administrative stuff. And let me tell you, administration is not my gifting or my calling. And I hope this is this is the embarrassing part. I was the first person Pastor Matt ever fired from Faith and Victory. And I hope I'm the last person, to be honest with you. But um, after he let me go from that administrative role, he, he did the extra, but I still want you to be in charge of children's ministry. And I didn't want to do it. Like... I was like, no, who wants to be in charge of children's ministry? I don't want to do this. So um, I stayed with it. And then I fought it like this. I remember standing in the back of, at the warehouse with Tammy one day going, I don't want to be doing this in five years. I do not want to be over children's ministry. And here I am today uh, as pastor. And and yeah, it has grown. It's 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 not me. Um, thank Thank heavens, it's it's God. God has like He has equipped me. He has brought people along beside me. Yes, and man, all the glory goes to God for what we are doing downstairs. Absolutely. Yeah. So well, and you know that's one thing. A lot of people they they get into their gifting, and it's not what they thought it would be. Totally. But it's exactly what God thought it would be. <laughs> He has a sense of humor. Sometimes. <laughs> he does in this case. He he knew what he was doing. Um, I still question him sometimes. I honestly do. Because it's like, that's a huge calling yes. to be in charge of the next generation. And we're raising pastors and future children's ministry pastors. And that that in itself is like, I want to make sure we're we're doing what we're supposed to be doing because I don't want to, I don't want to mess that generation up. Right. So. Well, and you know, the, the children's ministry, unfortunately, it seems to be, I don't know, is this proper? The redheaded stepchild. The, we are. It, it, it's the one that nobody wants nobody to wants serve. Nope. Nobody. And nobody thinks of until 
their kid has to come back from it. It's like, hey, wait a minute. No, (laughs) but it's truthfully, it's that one ministry where it's like, hey, have you thought about serving at the children's ministry? And they're knocking over chairs and people to try to get away from you. But you know what? Having been down there, it's not that bad, people. It's actually a lot of fun. It is fun. It's fun. And it's rewarding. And you know what? Everybody, the story you get is, I have my own kids that I deal with day in and day out. I don't want to deal with other people's kids. I don't even want to be with my kids. And I get that. I actually, I understand that having four girls myself, but... It's different when you have other people's kids and you're, you're teaching them about Jesus and you, you, they're getting it. Like they get it. They want more of it. And that in itself is rewarding because they like being downstairs. They want more of what you're teaching them. If you're teaching them the right, the right way. I, and I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but like if you're passionate and you're engaging and you're like animated with them and you have fun, like you don't, you're not that teacher who expects a kid to sit down for five minutes and be quiet, right? That's not going to happen. If that's what you're expecting in children's ministry, no. Um, but if you go downstairs and you have the mindset of, I'm going to go and have fun. I'm going to be, I'm going to take myself out of my box of being comfortable and I'm going to just go crazy and I'm going to have fun with these kids. You've got them in your hands and they're going to want more of you and what you're teaching them. Well, and hello, that goes with adults too. I mean, <laughs> totally. I, I've, I've done, uh, financial, the financial, yes. uh, class for the church. And that's absolutely true for them too. I mean, if, and thank God we use Dave Ramsey because he keeps them engaged. He, yeah. Cause we're like children. When we get into things we don't want to talk about, when we get into things yeah. that we're, we're scared about, we revert back to that childlike thing. So it's kind of funny that you explained it that way. It was the first thing I thought. I was like, wait a minute. That sounds familiar. <laughs> Maybe all ministry is just like trying to get cats to walk in a straight line. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So, uh, you know, I know one of the big things you've got going on right now is, you know, we talked about children's ministry growing. Yeah. And right now we're running out of space. Yes, we are. Which is a great problem it's, to have. Yes. But uh, do we have any idea of what's going to happen in the near future, hopefully? of, uh, And is there a need out there? Oh, we always have a need downstairs. Um, we We are always looking for more teachers. Like you can never have enough teachers. And I praise God right now that we have as many as we do. Even on Wednesday nights, it's it's amazing to see the growth that we've had there. But there is always a need for somebody to come and fill in the gap because there's always a gap that needs to be filled. So and I don't need, you know, <sighs> there is that part where, uh, like Danny said today on the video, people are afraid to be downstairs, not because of kids. It's because they feel like they don't know enough of the Bible. And I didn't know anything when I was brought up to children's ministry. I mean, I barely was in the word myself. And and that's not anything I'm proud to admit. But I learn from what I'm teaching. Like you, you get fed yourself because we're not just teaching, you know, Noah built the the ark in so many days, we're actually diving deep into the Bible. And I, I have a firm belief that children are smart enough to understand and get what Pastor Matt is teaching upstairs. And that's what we're doing downstairs. We're not, you know, throwing goldfish at them and entertaining them for an hour and a half. We're actually giving them the word of God and making disciples out of them. 
And we can use anybody who's willing to be molded and shaped into being a vessel to spread the gospel for Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And you know, I, I, I'll admit it. I've gone through <laughs> Ainsley's Bible one time and I'm just like, well, man, I'm going to read this one. This is a little more easier <laughs> to go through. And man, I can get these stories right? now. Yeah, it's, it's, you don't have to know everything. No, um, you don't. I think a reoccurring theme on this whole show has always been God doesn't want you to, to know everything when right. he calls you. Just pick up your shovel. Right. He'll tell you where to dig. He'll tell you how to dig. Right. And this, this show is actually, proof of that. I knew nothing about recording, audio, video, none of that. And you're look at you now. And he has taught me and guided me to all the things I need to learn. Yeah. You know, it's not just the Google that's been teaching me all that. He's been <laughs> it don't I you people don't understand the the talking with God sometimes, yeah. but sometimes you just sit there and you're like, "Yep, oh, this isn't the site." Well, you didn't even look at it. Yeah, this isn't the site. Right. He's not. To, oh, there's the one. And there's everything word for word what I need. Like, well, pff, your way's a lot faster. I'm going to do it. <laughs> you just got to listen to the big man upstairs. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's it's just a, you know, I and if you haven't experienced that out there, trust me. You you have got to pray earnestly, get in your word, yes. and one day that voice will start popping up. Listen to it. It is awesome. He's there. Everybody, and I mean everybody listening is going to want to know this one thing. What makes Pastor Amber tick? What keeps you going as this pastor of our little ones that tend to annoy us when they're at home, you know, with their constant whining? I mean, we've all got, you know, those that have kids, you get it. They get it. How do our little darlings not drive you crazy and how do you make it through the day? <laughs> uh, wow, that question actually makes me teary-eyed. See, Casey? Um <sighs> A couple things. Number one, I love those kids. Each and every one of those kids I have a heart for. Uh, I watch them grow up and, and, um, dude, I don't know. Th- those are my kids right there. So that's what drives me is, is the kids that we have. And, um, you know what? I have to stand before God one day and I have to answer for this calling that he's placed on my life and I don't want to disappoint him. And that's what drives me to, to continue to do what I'm doing and to make sure that, um, what, what I'm doing is, is what God wants me to do. So I don't, I don't, yeah, that's it. I don't want to, I don't want to go before him on that day and be like, well, I had a bad, I had a bad day. I had a bad week. I had a bad month. And I'm sorry that I, I couldn't give my all because I was too consumed by whatever it was. Like that's, he's not, <laughs> he's that father that I, I want, I want to hear like, well done. And I'm proud of you. And so that's what drives me is, is pleasing him and, and knowing that what I'm doing is going to be asked about at one point in my you know well when i stand before him ooh, that's good <laughs> it's true yeah and and if you don't have something out there that that takes you to that moment that i want to do this well for god right it doesn't have to be something even he called you to the bible says we should do everything unto him your job that you have right now if you're putting widgets together or you're yeah. serving burgers or what, whatever you name it is it, how high or how low 
everything should be done is to the Lord. And so we should all be asking that question, no matter what we do, we should be looking inside and saying, am I doing this for the Lord? Am I, am I exactly. going to make him proud? Even, Ooh. even raising kids. Yes. Sometimes especially. that's your calling is just, is raised. That's your, uh, who said it? Like your first ministry or your mission is your mission field. That's your family. Yes. And so, yeah, that's, you're going to answer for that one day. And I, I, I think about that too. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that one. Sometimes it's a little scary. Sometimes I would rather be with my kids downstairs versus, yep. you know, so. Absolutely know that one. <laughs> there are days. There are days. <laughs> so one question I've got, everybody wants to know, and, and I hope to have him on the show, but the enigma. Michael, give us a little insight into the man, the, the <laughs> wonderful man of Michael, because I've had an opportunity to just have time with him, uh, especially we went to Mexico. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. Jen took your slot. Yeah. So that means I got more time with him. So yeah. I was very happy about that. We did miss you, though. And we hope to see you next year. Oh, I'll be there. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Michael, he's such a great man. Yeah. And you know what? I don't care what anybody says. Everything that that everything that's yours, it's a win is his. And so it's this is a team effort. It is. It well, truly is. Tell us a little bit about that man, because I know a lot of people, you know, he's quiet and a lot of people don't know him. Just tell us how awesome this guy is. <sighs> Be thankful for Michael. Seriously. Uh, I am super thankful for my husband because um, honestly, without him and obviously and, you know, obviously God, but without these two men in my life, uh keeping me down where I need to be because I I'm a, a really passionate person and I'm really loud and I don't I don't think before I, I do anything I just kind of jump in and then I'm like oh well maybe that wasn't a good decision but it's Michael who brings me down and he he is a very he's a very quiet guy but he's observing you so know that like he he's a watcher in and he actually is I'm going to admit this and I don't want, um, I don't want any hate mail after this, but my husband's right about everything. And, and it's true. And I hate to admit that, but I'm at the point in our marriage where I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're just right. And I don't like that, but he's, he's a by the book guy. He works super hard for our family and he endures a lot. So not, not only at home being surrounded by five girls, but um, at work, too, the stuff that he puts up with and the people that he puts up with. And it's it's to provide for us. So he's just like he is a man um, who surprises me still on a daily basis. So, yeah, he's just he's amazing. And I'm very thankful for him. I know the feeling. I, you know, it, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm very I, I just want to do right. And I react quick. And Jen's usually the one that reels me back. in. Yes. And God pairs you with somebody like that. Yes. Because we need it. Yeah. And they need it because they also need to cut. They need to get off of their straight line every now and oh, then yeah. and have a little fun. They, they <laughs> That's what we're all about. We're, uh, yeah, we are about the fun, but, but somebody needs to bring us back to earth before we get ourselves in trouble. Yes. And that's that's exactly what he is. He is. I don't know. He's just he's definitely it's that. Um, Tom Cruise line of you complete me. I and was he, just thinking about <laughs> He does. He completes me and he, he just encourages me and he's just that one person who I, I can't, I can't imagine my life without. That's awesome. Yeah. 
And he's the one I get to tell, I need you downstairs to be with the kids, whether you like it or not, because you're my (laughs) husband. Guess what? I love it. I love it. Well, before we go, we've got a big thing happening at we Faith do. and Victory right now. And, and you can, as you can tell, since Pastor Amber can't even wait for me to finish talking, she <laughs> wants to talk about it so bad. We got something big going on. So I want you to tell everybody about what's going about to happen on Saturday. Saturday. We have our bingo night. Um, and I have a fear that Jesus is going to come back on the 23rd because I think I heard that in the sermon today. Like, I guess the world's supposed to end on the 23rd. It was in Fox News, so it must happen. Okay. I mean, well, know. as long as it's after <laughs> our bingo night, I guess. <laughs> I mean, Jesus will come down and start flipping tables on me. But it's, you know, the bingo night is a fundraiser for children's ministry, and it's for our kids' advance, which is another great, huge passion of mine. Um, Every dollar that we raise will go towards the kids' advance, and that money is specifically for, uh, it's for the the chaperones, it's for the campground, and it's it's for the kids who, because we have kids, who need support to go, who want to go, um, who can't go. And sometimes we have families where they've got five kids, and it's a lot of money, but you want your kids to be there. So we have a ton of fabulous raffle prizes and bingo prizes this year. I just announced a $100 gift card to Daniel's Broiler. Nice. Um, and then there, I, there's just so many. And I am so thankful, honestly, because, I mean, God has just uh, uh, paved a path of a particular person to come into our life. And they are blessing us with some really awesome raffle prizes. So it's it's going to be huge. This year, I know it's just going to be great. I think we're going to be overflowing from the AMC. So that's exciting in itself. And I would encourage everybody to come out, support your children's ministry, support these kids that this is what it's all about. It's it's our kids. It's right. for this camp. And, it, and it's about making um, lifelong friendships, learning about Jesus and fellowshipping. And we want your money. <laughs> <laughs> what it's a great it's a great cause why not come out enjoy some uh, pizza bingo and we've got baked goods from tammy and emily and we all know those ladies Ooh, know man. how to bake yes so don't so you, you can't ignore the shameless plug just give us money <sighs> just just hand it over and leave but hey you know what and it could be if jesus does come back sooner <laughs> it might be that he just wants that google home or the yes. you know i mean there's some good prizes there, maybe he's like dude i want that there's a lot of good stuff this year there you go yeah all right. Well, Pastor Amber, we really appreciate you, Thank you. hauling all the way across Covington to come on. In. <laughs> it was a long drive. <laughs> it was a long drive, but we really appreciate you coming in. Hope to have you back soon. Thanks, Casey. Appreciate it. Well, that was a lot of fun. And, you know, we've known... Pastor Amber for a long time, even before she was pastor, when we just knew her as Amber. Amber. Yes. And you know, it it was it's been a lot of fun to see her grow into that role. And what she has done down there is different than any other children's ministry I've ever seen. Yeah, I love her excitement, her passion for the kids. She just has a special relationship with them, like she talked about, and a special heart for them. And I, man, I appreciate that. You know, one of the things I have noticed is that she's created this culture down in the children's ministry. It's not just, what do they say, puppy dogs and rainbows and unicorns and Skittles. It's church. It's church down there. 
you know, they have a time of worship. The kids have a time where they can ask for prayer for things. They can, um, they get a word uh, from a lesson from the Bible. Um, and I just really appreciate that because it's, it just warms my heart. Like this is what my kids are doing. This is what they're pouring into my kids. And it's just great. It's church for the kids. And you know, it doesn't hurt that we also gave her spanking rights. Right, right. <laughs> and that's the Mallorca Minute. Thanks for joining us. As always, you can catch all of our stuff at thrivepodcast.org. You can also email us at podcast at thrivepodcast.org. Please drop me a line either there, Facebook at Thrive Podcast or Twitter at Thrive Podcast. Let me know what you like, what you don't like. I really want to get that feedback. We've been having a lot of fun with this. Hopefully you've been catching some of the daily devotionals that we've been doing. If not, check out the Facebook page. They're all on there. Have a great time with that. And there'll be much more to come in the future. We're just going to continue doing what God's calling us to do. We're going to get bigger, better. We're not going to be stopping or slowing down anytime. So please join us through this whole adventure. Until then, continue to get out there and bring glory to God. Have a blessed week.